Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Cole Newell, CN Pitching. How's it going, brother? Hey, it's going pretty good. I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, um, like I said, I had to get you on. I seen you all over Instagram. You're blowing up everywhere, like with your your rankings of different pitchers, different type pitch mm-hmm. types, and things of that nature. Um, I had to get you on the pod. Uh, before we jump into all of that, like how uh, how was your Thanksgiving? I know we just wrapped up like Thanksgiving, like a week and all that kind of stuff. But like, did you have a good holiday? Yeah, I had a great holiday. I'm down here in Florida, so it's I'm not getting. We got a little bit of a brisk air, but it's <laughs> it's not terrible. So it, you're still having uh, still able to wear some shorts. Uh, ate a lot of food, spent some time with my family, so we had a uh, really good holiday, and then of course it just rolled into a nice long weekend. So I uh, can't complain. How about yourself? It's good. So you speak of the good, nice good. weather and shorts and all that kind of stuff. I'm here in the Midwest, yeah. which I know you're originally from, Kansas area. Yeah, I'm, I'm here in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it was snowing. It, it, it's been like kind of like flurries, I guess, over the last couple of days here and, and stuff, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, I'm jealous. Like, I talked to guys who were training in Arizona, and they're like, yep. yeah, you know, it's beautiful weather. They're outside with their mm-hmm. sunglasses and shorts on, and I'm like, dude, it's like 23 degrees out here, 30 degrees out here, and it's just going to get a ton colder, so. Yeah, I don't, not gonna, I, don't mi- I don't miss it. I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't miss it at all. And uh, it sounds like kind of how it started a little early, the, the winter. Yeah. Uh, it, might be, it might be a rough one for the Midwest this year. Yeah, yeah, and that, and I'm from California originally, so Ooh. why yeah. when, when I look at my sisters and the, my family and like whatever they're posting on like social media, you know the nice weather, I'm like, man, like, yep. did I did mm. I make the right choice? <laughs> but that uh, is true. Then I look on true, Z- yeah. then I look on Zillow and and the, and the housing yeah. market, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> I'll pass. Yeah, right. yeah, no, for, for sure. Your money's for going sure. a lot further in Wisconsin. App a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, where did the idea of CN pitching start? Let's jump right into that because you mentioned before we jumped on here that you're you're not used to showing your face, and people are kind of like, "Oh, that's yeah. what Cole looks like." That's that's the identity behind you know all the stuff that you're posting. Um, so we can kind of show who you who you are and stuff. But where yeah. did that idea of CN pitching and like the whole background come about? Like, what is your background and stuff like that? Yeah, so originally from Kansas City area, I grew up on the Kansas side. Uh, I played college baseball for four years at a Division II school in the middle of Kansas. And we all have the day where the, the playing playing days are over. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to stay into the game. And I kind of had an interest in coaching. And I always kind of wanted to to share what I've learned throughout my career. And I, got, I started to get a, like, I actually stepped away and even like, Barely watched any games um, after after college. Um, just kind of focused on on working a little bit, and and the and then I started the page of seeing pitching. and And the funny story is, I started because I wanted to get back into the game and share what my knowledge was. Did I think it was going to grow past you know a thousand people? Probably yeah. I didn't. Um, I actually started it, and then I was like, oh, this is a good way to get a coaching job. Is like have a little thumbnail of sure. my ideas, my philosophy. So. That actually uh, got me my first uh, varsity pitching coaching job 
in the Kansas City area. So um, I was like, here's my page. Um, and I printed off a few of my ideas. So yeah. that was that was a cool way. And that's why a lot of people ask me, like, oh, what do I need to do with social media? I'm like, it's a it's a great portfolio. So for real, for sure. um, that's kind of how it started. And then as time kind of progressed and my ideas, I put them on there. Um, I, I studied a little bit of graphic design in college. So I knew I could make some pretty cool stuff. Mm. I, um, if you over have time, there's a lot of posts on CM pitching. If you go to the very old, old stuff, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. But, uh, but over the time it, it evolved and, and I knew there was kind of a, a gap in the, in the industry or not really the industry, but in the, in the baseball world uh, uh, around the change up. So I really, um, that was my bread and butter that got me a college scholarship. Um, literally was the change up. I was right-handed pitcher. Um, and then as a, as my knowledge for it grew and, and how I was taught it um, by many different people throughout my career, I, uh, I decided I'm going to just study it and harp yeah. on it hard. And then over time it grew and, and here we are. I mean, never would have imagined it would, it would get to this point at all. So it's been a, it's been pretty cool. That's funny you say that because like I've I've gone back and like I've only done this podcast for about a year now. I've gone mm-hmm. back and listened to like my first episodes, and I'm sure people can mm-hmm. do this who do YouTube or podcasting. You know, you go back to that original when you started, and you just like, oh yeah. my, it's it's so bad. And then you look back yeah. to kind of where you progressed. <laughs> you spoke of like how like it started off small, and you never imagined it to be this big. What is maybe like this one like pinch me moment that you've had since you started this page where you're like, oh wow, like maybe a, uh, someone reached out to you, or maybe like. Uh, major leaguers like hey like let's collab or something like that like what is like been yeah. one moment you're like wow i never thought this would happen man that's that's a tough one i think when it really started for me of like maybe i am putting some good stuff out there yeah. i think it was man it might have been like 2019 maybe early it might have been like 2020 um yeah i think marcus stroman reposted mm. me a few times and i was like dang that's, <laughs> that's sick that's pretty cool like yeah. i watched him as a kid and and you start to like see those guys and then um, when, when you start going through or you'll see like in your notifications that someone followed mm-hmm. you and it was somebody you grew up watching or when Pedro Martinez liked one of my posts, I literally told my wife and freaked out because Pedro is like a god to me. So yeah. that was that was a really cool thing to see uh, was, was and be able to be noticed by guys who are at the highest level doing this stuff. So uh, those are a few pinching moments. I feel like I have them every single day to be completely honest with you and, and how far it seeing pitching has come and and it's it's been a really humbling experience um, for somebody who doesn't have any pro experience um and sometimes you kind of like man I'll, you know would, would that help me propel or does that help me not having that um experience yeah uh, so so that's always been um, a, a pinch me moment is just when when guys reach out and like hey what do you think of this or you know midweek bullpens with guys who are starting know in the big leagues and and so it's it's uh it's been a pretty wild ride for uh so far and you had mentioned that you uh done some live bullpens with some pitchers and stuff like that who's maybe been some guys that you pitched with um like or who who have you pitched with who or thrown bullpens with so as far as a lot of the stuff i mean to believe it or not like in this day and age has all been like over social media so it's been pretty okay. wild so a lot of guys will send me their their videos and, and so forth like i've had I, and a lot of the time, I just request it. I'm like, "Hey, send me, send me, uh, what your changeup look like?" And yeah. then so we'll we'll banter it. Um, I think like Jack Leiter sent me his changeup. Lance That's cool. Junior, yeah. So I had a few guys send me feeler stuff. Um, Zach Plesac, we always we always shoot shoot the crap with him a little bit. And so uh, it's been it's a, it's a lot of guys that I mean, 
most of the time, I they don't. These guys are like kind of like stay pretty reserved. Yeah. Um. So that you gotta they gotta open up to you. But um, there's been a lot of college kids will send me their videos, and then of course down here in, in Northwest Florida, we we have there's a facility, a facility I work with, and and we go in there and we get after it. And I, th- I think that's the biggest thing is like just is instilling in the high school and college kids down here is is work, man, because coming in here and joking around with your buddies or, or joking around with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that for a little bit, but uh, over time, like that's the difference you see in between, especially major leaguers and guys who are, you know, big minor league pitchers, yeah. successful ones too. Um, they, they're serious once they get in there. So that's, that's a big thing. And, and I try to tell them, tell them that over and over. Yeah. And like I said, that would be like a pinch yourself moment. Just the fact that you have Lance yeah. Kohler sending you yeah. pictures uh, or videos of his, his pitches and be like, Hey, like, let me know what you think, because that's incredible. Like he's a stud. Yeah. Like he's probably one of the better pitchers, the pitchers out there. Like, yeah, he's he's pretty sick, and you know, yeah. just to be able to have that, like, wow, like that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, it's yeah. It, we've actually we've built a pretty good relationship. Um, and he, I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to take any credit for mm-hmm. with this guy because he's an absolute animal for real up there. And um, I did put him at ten on the changeup list. So um, Lance, <laughs> I'll get you. Up, we'll get you a little higher. Yeah, uh, 20, did, did he? Uh, did he say anything about that? Because I saw that on there. I, I don't want to mention it, but since you brought it up, um, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe send him a little DM, be like, "Hey, next next year, maybe we'll get you a little top five, maybe top three. <laughs> hey, I told him I was like, "You put you you throw that twenty percent time. It's hundred. It's number one guaranteed." So, no, he uh, no, it's pretty funny. We we were we, we were joking around with each other a little bit, and and nobody goes in there. I mean, yeah. I think anytime you get recognition, you're you really appreciate it. And, and they're all humbled guys. So mm-hmm. um, they, the, the list, I, I did a ton of research. So it wasn't like I just like, oh, I like that number and that and throw them in there, you know, 10, you know, eight, whatever. So um, there's a lot of a lot of studying and, and making sure that, especially on the changeups, I can't, there's no leeway on those. Yeah. I got, I got to earn my credibility on the changeup. So that one, uh, that was a really fun list for me to make. And um, I was, I was really torn. The top three were tough, top two could have gone either way, Sandy or, or Devin. So um, one thing with uh, Devin, uh, it's one, another one of my guys. It was pretty cool. Uh, he sent me uh, cha- one of his changeup uh, in the off season in the bullpen. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that's out of control. So yeah. it's, it's a, it's a whole nother level. So it makes sense why he's number one, but uh, I didn't get, I didn't get any pushback. I didn't miss out a few guys on the list, but um, you know, you only get 10. So it's a, uh, it's a tough one. It's tough. I knew yeah. I was going to get pushed back, but yeah, you you roll with the punches. Exactly. And Devin Willens, like I live here in Wisconsin, so I'm a big Brewers fan. They're yeah. my NL team. Um, what mm-hmm. makes him so nasty? And I'm gonna, I would love to get him on the podcast. So I might clip this and tag him. But what makes him so good as a pitcher? So a lot of people know Devin for his changeup, mm-hmm. but a lot of people forget his fastball. I think he only his batting average is under 100 this year. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like a .9 batting average um it was like 0.09 so it was uh that really sets up his change up super well i think those is change up nearly 50 percent of the time over 50 percent of the time so you you get either a really high efficient fastball where you're getting literally one of the toughest pitches to hit probably in the last 20 25 years so i, th- I think especially with the change up i'm i've been posting a ton on just the the, t- the tilt of the spin and then spinning like a UFO and seeing just how much that can affect the movement of the ball. And so we see that, how it literally just will spin there midair and drop. Yeah. And, and I think that's 
kind of a trend we're starting to see with the changeups is guys are having a hard time with as spin spin rates start to increase, the spin rates on the changeups are increasing. And by doing that, your ball is going to be a little bit harder unless you start to tilt the spin. So that's the biggest thing is as long as it's spinning here and not here. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a, most of the guys that come in and work with me down here in Florida is um, their changeups like flat. It's because it's not, it's just spinning. It's got too much backspin. So um, as that, as the rates continue to increase and being a metric that's measured by, you know, all 30 organizations, you're going to see um, guys throwing harder changeups and, and, and it's harder for it to move. So that's what makes Devin so good is just, I mean, his stuff's it's like three, I think it's three o'clock spin and then observed at 315. So the way it affects uh, and, and interacts with the air, it just tilts a little more as it gets to home plate. So that's, um, that's, that's why the yeah. guy, the guy spins it at nearly almost 3000 RPMs and, and is able to, to get it at three o'clock spin for a righty. So that makes him extremely dangerous. Yeah, and as Brewer fans, we love him. Like, we, when mm. Hater left, where everyone's freaking out and stuff like that. But, like, yep. the fact that we have a legitimate closer in Devin Williams, who's just a stud. Mm-hmm. He's an absolute stud. So, shout out mm-hmm. Devin Williams. We'll have to get him on the pod. Maybe I'll have to tag him in this again, like I said. See what we can yeah, do. We'll get, get, him some, <laughs> get him on. I would love to have him on. We'll especially him on. for Oh, for sure. If you can get him on, that'd be that'd be huge. Uh, you mentioned, mm-hmm. like, kind of like the hate you were kind of getting. Or not maybe hate, but maybe some people just criticizing the uh, – the choices that you make and like when you post a lot of stuff, especially with baseball and sports in general, everyone is just so divided about things. Um, Like, do you ever get like any like messages or people like criticizing your, your um, ideas or be like, Hey, um, like so-and-so really like, he's not even that good or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a, that's a good question because you, you do as, as the, I'm not, I don't try to measure things by followers or, or reach of my posts, but uh, my stuff gets seen by a lot of people and, and everybody's entitled to their p- own opinion. And that's, you know, 100%, you know, respect that. And, and sometimes you'll get, you get a few guys that or, or anybody in general will, will chime in. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily get, it's mainly in the comments of post. Um, I very rarely get any nasty stuff in the, in my DMS. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes in like, you're, you know, they curse me out. Yeah, I, yeah. I never get anything along those lines, which, I'm extremely humbled and grateful that I don't have to deal with any of that, but um, I might get it after this video, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it's mainly in the comments. Yeah. I think it's mainly in the comments. I think cause people are scrolling and they're like, Oh, what's this, what's this guy saying? You know, it's a, another, you know, know it all. Yeah. Um, and, and so I try, I, I've learned over the time not to just comment back and then just, just keep rolling. Um, but um, I, I've been pretty fortunate. I don't get, I don't get a ton of hate. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. That just means I got a really good community around me mm-hmm. um, and a really good, good following because um, we, I think the biggest thing for me is, is being able to have and communicate with ages, whatever, you know, whatever, the, whatever mm-hmm. the parents allow their kid on social media to, you know, 50, 60 year olds that are following me on social media yeah. is, is being able to communicate. And, you know, if you disagree with, with my methodology, then that's totally fine. I, I mean, I respect that. Um, but if you've seen some of my, or my earlier stuff, um, I've evolved. So yeah. I think that's the, that's one thing you have to do as a, especially in the coaching world is evolve and, and roll with the game because it's, it's changing so quickly. 
No, for sure. And you mentioned like the, your earlier stuff, and we kind of touched on, on that before. But uh, like I said, the process of evolving as uh, thinkers mm-hmm. and sports or creatives and coaching, it's just, it's so important. Um, yep. So why the change up? I mean, everybody, I feel like I've talked to guys who throw in triple digits, and I feel like everyone kind of wants to throw like high 90s. You want to hit triple digits, and that's cool and all that kind of stuff. Um, but why the change up? Why is that so important to you? Like, it's like you, you pride yourself on like your knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a pitch that I, so when I was younger, I threw the fastball and I was like, oh, I got to change it, but I never threw it. Um, and then I had like a slurve. I learned from like, I think it was like MLB 2K7 or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, and so over time, I was like, I really wanted to change up. I was a huge uh, Pedro Martinez and mm-hmm. Cole Hamels fan growing up. So I, I, I really wanted to kind of like master a pitch that looked like a fastball until it was gone. And as I started to learn more and throw it, I was like, okay. And then someone would ask me, how'd you throw that? And I'd be like, I do this or I do that. And here's my fingers, here's the grip. And, um, and I really liked just the idea of a ball looking like a fastball until the last second and that a pitching coach or, well, now when I was coming up, uh, they didn't have machines that could, um, replicate arsenals, mm-hmm. but um, pitching coach not going to go up there and, and throw a change up. How are they going to do right. this? Uh, so that really, I thought that's an advantage for me up there in the bump. I, um, and so that that caught my attention. I started posting about it. Um, I think I started the page in like 2018, and people liked it. And like, oh, I love this. This helped me throw a change up. I'm like, cool. Maybe I just talk about change ups, and then that's all I did. And and I really started to grow and love into like the pitch design world um, and, and be able to like, okay, if I switch the ball this direction, what's going to happen mm-hmm. rather than diving into the mechanics of pitching and figure out how do I, can I throw a million miles an hour? The game's evolving and you see a lot of guys throw hard, but it's a direct correlation with how hard they work in off season, a little bit of genetics mm-hmm. and so forth. But the, the idea of like a, a pitch, like a changeup, those are teachable pitches. A fastball mm-hmm. at 101, I mean, let's be honest, you can. it's pretty God-given talent. Yeah, some so, have it, some don't. Yeah, so for me to be another guy on there that's like, you know, get into this leg and then throw, you know, a million miles an hour, that's – I just didn't want to get lost in the crowd. So I was like, well, one way to stand out and, and really believe in how I enjoy pitching, it's pitching. It's, it's changing speeds and changing the hitter's timing and – making the ball do some crazy things, Roy Halladay stuff. Yeah. Like that's, those are, those were things that really grabbed my attention growing up. So um, that's, that's where it started. And then over time, I just did more research on it, found the origins of the change up. And um, I read, I don't have the book in front of me, but it's, um, it's like the, the history of the K or I probably botched it, but I read that and read about, you know, uh, the change up in there and the slider and so forth. So over time, it's, it's changed, but I feel like the my idea of the changeup has really stayed pretty consistent over the last few years, and and I I probably have uh, dug a little too deep into it for some people, but um, a lot of new people that come in like, oh, this is good stuff, and then yeah. they get they get a changeup, and um, I've gotten thousands of messages of people like you help my changeup, and so I'm gonna keep talking about it. That's that's the goal. Do you think it's that's helping? Yeah, helping people. No, for sure. Do you think that's kind of like a lost art, just like the change, or not even a lost art, but just maybe something that's underutilized? Um, you talked about like Lance McCullers not hitting like that twenty percent. Like, do you think pitchers should be throwing more change ups versus like, you know, other pitches? Or like, what 
Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no like specific percentage or anything that a pitcher should hit as far as mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody should throw 25% of the time. Um, but I do, you do see kind of that lost art of more of like feel, mm. but I think it's, it, you're starting to see it come back where a lot of guys that are like the super successful ones are starting to get feel for their pitches. And, um, you saw like Sandy come into the, the league throwing, you know, 7% changeups. And then he, that was his number one used pitch, uh, this, uh, in 2022 to win the Cy Young. So is there a correlation there? There might be, but, um, I think guys are just trying to figure out to get, you know, guys are hitting the ball pretty far and, and, and launching it. And the, and the changeup kind of helps eliminate that. Now you're going to get those people that are like, yeah, unless you leave it right down the middle. Okay. Well, you you leave a fastball down the middle. Yeah. Yeah, Leave a curveball down the middle. You're going to, it's going to get crushed, especially at the higher level you go. So, um, but I, I do see a little bit of like a, a correlation between guys that throw it um, a lot. Um, They throw pretty slow compared to their fastball. And, and they're really successful pitchers. Now, are they like a Jamie Moyer um, where it's like extremely slow? Uh, no, because the league's average fastball is like 95. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a high 80s changeup. And, and so you, I see a little bit of a, a turn in the world of baseball and people wanting to uh, throw stuff that spins a lot better and, that you know gets better horizontal, better vertical. You're, you're starting to see that trend, especially with the new technology coming out. The days of um, going into a facility and all you see is a radar gun I, are starting to kind of dwindle down. And, and I think that's a good thing for the game because it's fun watching some balls move. Like, you know, literally someone just snapped their finger and it's gone. That, those are fun to watch. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we're starting to see a little bit of a trend. But I, I, I think the lost art of it, it's, hopefully it's coming back. I think so because guys are spinning it really, really hard, and and we're able to measure it. But, um, but I mean, that's my number one thing for all my pro guys is don't more. That's the biggest yeah. thing. So it's that might just be my my bias on it. Yeah, and I'm sure you're you're happy that that is coming back, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. we all love watching you know 98, 99, and like, yeah. there was a time when it was just like guys like maybe Chapman or like not very few, yeah. not very many were hitting. Like now it's con- more often you see guys throwing yeah. high gas and stuff, just being able to like throw a good changeup or um, anything off speed. Just kind of you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 it is something that's kind of cool to see. Like you talk about the ball movement and like shout out to like Pitching Ninja who has like all these crazy yeah. videos and like you see that it's like like witchcraft, like <laughs> the ball is going. Mm-hmm one way and then it just like completely just changes directions or drops down like it's incredible and that's what mm-hmm. i love watching that kind of stuff I, i'd rather watch that than see a guy touch like triple digits yeah i think over the course of like pitching development there was a time where throwing you know let's say touching 90 and not even caring where the ball went mm-hmm. became kind of an issue and guys were trying to like maximize as much as and tensing their bodies up and becoming you know more injury prone uh, over their young career and and i think that kind of eliminated the art of pitching and eliminated them uh kind of manipulating with some feels and some grips um i've had people that yell at me for like why would you want to pl- have a catch session of experimenting with yeah. grips and i'm like well do you have a, gr- a good change up now or a good slider and they're like well no then what are yeah then what you're doing currently is not working so stop trying to like master the way it's not working um, so I'm, I'm a big kind of experimentation guy when it comes to um, even with mechanics or 
um, uh, pitch grips, pitch fuels, whatever the case may be. But that there was a time and guys were you know, throwing, I mean, it was 20 feet up in a net in a, in a facility. And, and I saw a lot, especially in certain areas, I saw a lot of those guys get hurt, mm. unfortunately. But um, I'm, I'm hoping we're seeing that little bit of that turn in the, in the pitch design era. Yeah, for sure. And you hear, and like maybe this is just my non-baseball mind thinking, but like I hear stories of guys who are like the, the announcers would be like, they'll say something along the lines of, he went from being a thrower to a pitcher, maybe like a high draft prospect who was throwing really hard, and then he had to change all of his mechanics, and now they call him. He went mm-hmm. from throwing to you know to pitching. Is that kind of like the same concept you're talking about, or maybe? I'm yeah, just I would say it's just, yeah, no, it's a similar concept okay. for sure. It's you know you light up the radar gun, people are gonna be like, ooh, wow, that's nice, but. Yeah. Um, if you, I mean, I, becoming a pitcher, it could be a mix of things. It could be control. It could be more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, you know, more sound body movements for, you know, lesser risk of injury. I mean, we're, for goodness sakes, we're, we're throwing overhead. So it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be a, a tough, tough thing on the body. But I mean, I would say that's, that's a fair statement. Yeah, no, for sure. Good. I'm just thinking because I, I, I hear them all the time. And I'm like, hey, what does that really mean? You know, they go from a, yeah. thro- a thrower to another a pitcher. Uh, maybe kind of a, a, another kind of random question. Again, this is how my brain thinks. But do you, does any, any of the pro guys ever talk to you about, like, the changing of the ball? Because, like, we talk about hitters. They'll hit a ball and it's launched and it barely goes anywhere. And then, like, they looks like it's going to be a routine pop-up and it's, like, in the stands. Um, like, so we always talk about, it, like, on the pitching uh, hitting side. But on the pitching side, like, how does that affect, like, w- whether it's change-ups or whatever it may be? Like, did the guys ever talk to you about that? I get a few comments here and there. I think you can almost – as much baseball as – a lot. I mean, I watch a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see where there's – in certain games where a guy just continues to just throw a ball out. Like, this one doesn't feel good. Yeah. This one feels horrible. I don't like that. And and I think people that haven't been on the field or or have, you know, felt a baseball or – or understand that each one is, is built a little bit different and um, they all don't feel the same. So when people complain about pitchers throwing the ball in, it's like, this one feels like crap. Like it yeah. really does not feel good. So there's no reason to risk a bad pitch or, I mean, if the ball is probably going to go in the dirt anyway, so might as well eliminate me putting the bullet yeah. on the arm and throw it in. So especially if you don't have a good grip on it, but I, I mean, you do hear that the ball does change a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say like the direct result is like, cause this ball was juiced or yeah. um, I would uh, 95% of the times the guys would admit it was a bad pitch. So um, there are times where, you know, there's an instance where that ball should not have been, you know, a double. It should have been more of a single. So you get, you get it here and there, but most of those guys keep, I feel like keep that to themselves. They start to trust me a little bit more now. So yeah. I get a little more information, but um, I would never like leak anything yeah, or yeah. for those guys, but no, I mean, it's cha- the biggest change I think th- I see is more of like the minor league level mm. is like, sometimes they'll, they'll bring in minor league baseballs or major league baseballs, depending on like a rehab guy, whatever the case may be. Um, so you see a little bit of, of that, um, that there's a, a minor league ball in or a major league ball. So they're, they're a tad different, but, um, other than that, I mean, most of the guys kind of keep that stuff to themselves. I know, what was it Bassett for the Mets kind of mouthed off this year a little bit about it, but um, never heard from that again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure the league league said something to him. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Manfred was quick to, to let him know mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. him and his, his infinite wisdom. Um, yeah. So 
you talked about coaching in high school guys and stuff like that. Um, in regards to like high schoolers, um, maybe what is like the number one question they ask you, like for pitchers who want to get better at what they do? Like, what is like that number one question high school athletes ask you? Nothing. The big thing, aside from like the development of like I want to throw harder. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of questions I get is like, how do how do I get recruited? Mm-hmm. Um, another one would be, you know, the changeup. I want I want a good changeup or. How do I? How do? How can I throw a good breaking ball? That's a, those are a few questions I get. But it's like, well, guys, I want to go play at the next level. Yeah. I mean, the, the big question is like, how can I get recruited? How can mm-hmm. I get seen? And, and the recruiting world is so wild right now, way different than when I was coming up, you know, a decade ago. It's uh, it's it's pretty stressful for for those high school kids. But um, I mean, uh, when in the in the program that I write, it, it is like a lot of those change. Of, I just did a post like change of catch. So I was like, you want to get a better change? Let's go play with it. Let's go, let's go experiment. Let's go see. How, oh, you don't like pronating your arm. Let's mm-hmm. do this with your fingers. So it does that. That's kind of an easier question to answer for me. But yeah. the, the recruiting process, man, it's that's tough. It's a tough, it's tough, especially the transfer portal. It becomes a, a really tough uh, world for these high school ball players now. Yeah, it's funny because I, I was talking to a guy, uh, Antonio Menendez on the uh, on the Rays. Um, he mm-hmm. went from no no offers, no college offers to like over 30 in like a one, one week period of time. Like he was nobody. And then they came to watch his, his teammate and they ended up watching him and they're like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like we, we somehow missed this guy. And he had yep. over like 30 D one offers. And he was like, I, I went from like, I don't know if I'm going to college to like, I don't know where I'm going to go to college. You know, it's yeah. so the whole transfer, the whole, like that, that I have, that's just above my head. Like all mm-hmm. the things that kind of go into that. Um, what about yeah, like, what, go ahead. No, I say. I, I mean, the biggest thing is what I teach those guys is, is you know, when you get an opportunity, you mm-hmm. got to run with it because it's yeah. you don't get very many of them. And for like pitchers, I mean, you get maybe once a week. So if someone wants to come out there and watch you, you, you know, let them know when you're pitching. Let the coaching staff know. Um, get video. That's or that's the biggest thing for for guys. It's mm-hmm. just like take getting the most. Oh, I had a bad game. And I had scouts there. It's like well, you're not going to get an offer, you know, unless gotta be you gotta be take you know proactive the bull by the bull yeah take the bull by the horns and 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 execute and and really push yourself so that's that's a big thing in the recruitment world it's tough yeah no for sure what about like uh pro athletes i mean obviously you kind of mentioned that you throw a lot of things um what question was like maybe the number one question for you i guess would it would it be like change up and how to like improve like is that what they normally talk about yeah it's mostly mostly the change up a lot of like pitch design um that's stuff I really, really enjoy. Um, so it's not as much. Those guys are pretty, like, once you're there, I mean, those guys are already, yeah. they already throw hard. So it's like, okay, well, you don't, you're already throwing 95, 96. Mm-hmm. Now let's get, now let's get you something that can yeah. throw off the hitter. So the, I would say 90% of the time it's, it's change of questions and, and pitch design and let's get you a slider. Let's get you a cutter. Those are, those are a lot of things I get. And those are the stuff that like drives me to continue to post on mm-hmm. social media is, is the pitch design stuff and, and how to make that ball do some crazy things because every guy's different yeah. and every guy releases the ball a little bit different. So anytime you can get some technology that, that has that, you know, metrics or slow-mo video, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild to see the things that you can do with the ball. No, for sure. Um, do you talk to guys? I'm sure you do, like guys in the minors, because like a lot of my guests mm-hmm. are minor leaguers and guys who um, 
obviously have been in the minors, and we kind of talk about that a lot. Um, who is maybe one guy like in the minors that like you're like hyped and you can't wait to see like them in the majors? Like they're gonna be, they just maybe have like the best changeup, or um, they're just like somebody you're you're excited to like kind of like watch and yeah. buy early stock in. Yeah, we have um, down down in Pensacola, Florida. We have the uh, Wahoos. Uh, yeah. So the Marlins double A, they had a uh, Yuri Perez there this year. And he's, he's pretty fun to yeah. watch. Um, one of their other guys, Zach McCambly, he's one of my dudes. Um, he's, he's pretty solid too. We're getting him some nasty stuff, mm. but it was fun watching those two guys this summer and be able to go out there. And uh, Yuri, I think is like six, eight or six tens, like hundred yeah. mile fastball. He's nasty. Really good change. Yeah. Really good change up. So it was really fun to kind of see those guys, those guys pitch. And of course you got like your high, you know, your Kuma Rockers, mm-hmm. your Jack Lighters, Bobby Miller, hopefully he gets up there next year. You're able to see some of these these guys that, you know, you watch like in the College World Series or or just in college in general uh, come up and, and be dynamic. So hopefully they can get their chance soon at the big league level, especially the Marlins guys that I've been able to watch. So it's those are those are uh, some fun ones. Yuri Perez, they, I think he's the number one pitching prospect this year. So yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. He's, he's nasty. Yeah. Like I said, he's pretty good. Yeah. It was cool to watch him down here. And, and then I think he went to LA for the all-star futures game. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, it's funny you said the Marlins guys. Cause like, I, I kind of joke around with a bunch of the guys. I, I've had a ton of Marlin guys on the podcast and I have guys scheduled to come on the pod who are from, in the Marlins organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like, guess I always kind of joke with them say, I'm like an unofficial Marlins podcast now. Cause like I've had yeah. so many other guys on, but I live about 40 mm-hmm. minutes from their high a in Beloit. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not too mm-hmm. far. So it's kind of, I have that kind of connection and just talking to them. Like I kind of meet their friends and it just kind of goes that way. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's funny that you used to talk about like the, the two hitter, the two pitchers that you're talking about were, are in the Marlins yeah. organization because like they have a they have a pretty good organization, mm-hmm. and that's the and be a reminder for those boy guys when they in the summer when you go from sing, it's a single A from double A down here it's a ball's gonna fly right out of your hands it's yeah. humidity so it's it's fun to kind of hear those guys stories when they come down here and um, throw in the humidity it's it's a it's a different beast from Wisconsin yeah no for sure how far are you from their uh, their like spring training area oh it's it's pretty long I think okay. it's like eight. 10 hours yeah we're up up by like alabama on the gulf coast side gotcha so yeah so they just redid the they did the whole reorg re like the regions for the minor leagues oh yeah like the realignment of all the yeah yeah. used to be the twins um and then they then they uh got adopted by the marlins so it's been pretty cool to go out there and watch those guys yeah no for sure okay because i i was trying my plan is to go to florida for spring mm-hmm. training, just because like I, I was gonna go out there, try to go to a couple different organizations, um, yep. get some in person interviews and stuff like that. So I was just just curious to see like distance wise where you are in regards to them. Uh, I might have to get you on the podcast like once in a while just to kind of talk about some of these these pitchers in the minors because like I said like no that's I'm I'm super passionate about like the minor leagues like you know the, mm-hmm. the the grind that they go through. That's why I call my podcast oh, yeah. the baseball grind because it's, it's such a grind going from like six some of them like six or seven years in the minors um it's just it's just the way it is so like um mm-hmm. I, might, I might need to get you back on here we can kind of break down a couple of different because i pitching i have no idea like it's right above my head but uh you know <laughs> i might need uh to get you back on here a couple of times you know throughout the season yeah. and stuff like that to kind of break it down let me know anytime anytime <laughs> for sure for sure all right uh so let us end on this like you have the videos and stuff that you put out on instagram like what is the future for cn pitching uh, obviously is a facility too right and then is that yeah, also so, and then you have like an online program yeah so 
I tr- so there's a lot of different avenues I could go <laughs> with the C and pitching. Um, I have my eBooks on there, the change of ebook. I just came out with the fastball force creation, um, which is just better, ba- better uh, spin rate on your fastball. Mm-hmm. And then I have the breaking ball ebook. Um, so I really enjoyed writing those and, and be able to kind of throw out a little more secrets in there and not give away everything in those books or even on social media. Yeah. Um, but I do, there, I do work out of a facility down here in Florida. It's uh, we really enjoy uh, just having a, a place to go and, and, and get some work in. And I think the biggest thing um, is be able to kind of get more metrics mm. out there of guys I'm working with and help them get a little bit of recruitment. Um, but I, I see in pitching, it's the online programs. I try to, try to shy away from a little bit um, because it's, it's so tough, um, especially for time and um, be able to do like online lessons um, besides the pro guys. Uh, they're a little different cerebral. They can, they can catch on a little easier, mm-hmm. but um, for the younger guys, the high school, the college kids, um, a lot of them, I have a lot of the kids in the area down here. Um, this area is very, it's hidden talent up here in the panhandle of Florida. So no, it's been a lot of fun doing that. And I think I really – I was thinking about doing a podcast and, and showing my face a little bit more on seeing and pitching, but to touch on not being able – not showing my face a ton, I think it was really important for me to kind of build a brand and, and not necessarily build somebody that shows their face a ton and, and becomes like a, a talking head mm. and a know-it-all because I didn't want to show – my my face a ton i think the only times people have seen my face might have been uh, either podcast videos a live interview i did once on ig live and then that's it unless people google me or look me up there's nothing else uh there might be a photo in the ebooks but it's uh it's something i, I really took a lot of pride in it was just like building a a brand of like seeing pitching okay now like it's not it's not cole newell it's it's seeing pitching yeah. and I put my I put my name on there uh, strictly for uh, co- coaching opportunities that I was I was getting some traction with at the uh, pro level. So that's that's why I did that, and and it helps. It's been pretty cool. And and people were asking who's all at CM pitching. I was like, all right, it's just a one man show. So yeah. let's uh, <laughs> let's clear the air on that. But um, but I, I think the direction will be continue to kind of do what I'm doing. And but I want to I want to showcase more of the technology side of baseball. Love that. Love that. Well, hey, I do want to thank you for coming on, taking the time. I appreciate you for having me on here. Yeah. It's, it's fun to kind of like, you know, we, you were talking about, you know, talking some stuff and, and be able to just jump on and, and yeah. shoot for a little bit. So I, that's always a blast. But thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.